It's Linda Cobb, and you are talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. On today's show, I want to talk to you about something that I have been doing during the past maybe five or six months. I have been creating a signature scent for my home. Something that says, this is Linda's house, the minute people walk in. Something that makes people say, oh, your house always smells so good, but it's subtle. It's not overpowering, and it's not like air freshener you buy at the store. And I'm going to answer some of your email questions today, too. We've got some great ones. But before we get started, I want to remind you, if you're looking for answers to your cleaning questions, if you want me, the queen, at your fingertips 24-7, go to queenofclean.com and scroll down to my library, click on that, type in your cleaning question, and answers will pop up. We have hundreds and hundreds of answers in there. And it is free, which is the best part. You can also go to my YouTube channel. There are hundreds of YouTubes with all of my cleaning segments in there that you can watch. So if you're looking for the Queen of Clean, go to queenofclean.com. Follow me on Real Queen of Clean on Facebook. And do become a member of my private group, Queen of Clean Insiders. That is a fun group to be part of. And we all help each other. And I can't tell you how much I have learned from my insiders. Now, let's get started. I want to talk about creating that signature scent. So first, you want to think about the mood that you want to set. If you want to create a relaxing, calm atmosphere, use notes like lavender. Citrus scents are energizing and usually make things smell clean, where scents like wood and smoke create a cozy, warm ambiance. For the bedroom, Pick soothing and calming scents. Pick vanilla or fruity scents as they are distinctive yet subtle. In the bathroom, you'll want to hide any bad odors and include an invigorating and refreshing touch to the room. There, choose citrusy scents or fresh clean notes. For living areas, you'll want something crisp and cheerful. Pick woody, earthy, or floral scents. For the living area, it depends on your decor. If your setup is minimalist, you opt for a woody scent and you have a traditional decor, then you opt for a floral fragrance. For kitchen, light smells that don't overpower the food aromas are best. Now, think about how you layer your scents on your own body. When you're getting ready in the morning, you put on your lotions that smell so wonderful. Then you layer on your perfume that is in that same fragrance. And all day long, you have that beautiful light scent. This is how you layer your scent in your home. To layer your signature home scent, use it in your cleaning products, your hand soap, your air fresheners, your diffusers, and anywhere else you can think of. It will keep your scent fresh and lingering, but not overpowering. You want people to enter your home aware of a wonderful scent, but not overwhelmed. Think about hotels and conference centers and some of the stores that make you pause as you walk in and say, what is that wonderful smell? I have created some products that you can make on your own by layering your essential oils. You don't have to stick to one. Start out by using two or three and experiment. Now, everybody always wants to know what's the queen's signature scent. Well, currently I am obsessed with eucalyptus and mint. It is a wonderful, clean, fresh, sultry scent. And during the holidays and when I've had people over, so many people have said to me, 
Why does your house always smell so good? So first of all, let me give you a basic recipe for your air freshener. And we're going to do what we call primary essential oil, secondary, and third essential oil. So your primary is the one that will be the strongest. Secondary will be next to that. And third will be a light, just there scent. So this is your basic recipe. You will take 24 drops of your primary essential oil. You will take 16 drops of your secondary essential oil. And you will take 16 drops of your third essential oil. Now, I only use two cents when I'm doing it, and that is up to you. If you want to use just two cents, whatever you want to do, it's going to be your fragrance. And you will take four, a four to eight ounce spray bottle and add to that six tablespoons of water and two tablespoons of vodka. Now, again, 24 drops primary essential oil, 16 drops secondary, 16 drops third essential oil if you're using it. A four to eight ounce spray bottle with six tablespoons of water and two tablespoons of vodka. In a four to eight ounce spray bottle, combine the water and vodka in your essential oils. Cap the lid tightly and shake to combine. Now, this air freshener will last indefinitely, although the essential oil scent may fade over time and you may want to refresh it. Shake the spray bottle well and then spray the freshener into the air around furniture on rugs but don't saturate your fabrics, just miss them. Now, you can also make a powdered air freshener, and I like to use this in the bathroom particularly. Half fill a small jar with baking soda, which is great for absorbing odors. Then add 10 to 20 drops of your favorite essential oil, or blend a few that mingle well together. Try eucalyptus and lemon, or rosemary and lavender. Place a gauze or a very light fabric over the top and secure it with an elastic band or a ribbon. Sit it out and you're going to have that great fragrance. And I give it a share every now and then just to refresh that up, shake up that baking soda and get some of that fresh powder to the surface. You can use the same thing in a reed diffuser. You'll need a glass jar with a narrow opening and you combine equal parts warm water with vodka and then add 20 drops of your favorite essential oil. Pour it into your jar and then add in a handful of clean cooking skewers. In a day or two that liquid will start to move up those sticks and it smells great. Now if you want to make your own hand soap and believe me this takes like four minutes to make it's fabulous. It's the best DIY liquid hand soap I've ever found. You're going to take one eighth cup of Castile soap. Now, I usually use more than this, but one eighth is what is recommended by Dr. Bronner's. And you use two and a half cups of water. You will add to that 10 to 15 drops of essential oil or more to your liking. I use about 30 drops of my primary oil and 15 of my secondary oil. And you'll need just a reusable soap dispenser. You fill the dispenser with two and a half cups of water, pour in one eighth to one quarter cup of Castile soap. The amount depends on how you like your soap to suds up. And then finish with your essential oils. Now, my tip is to also add a splash of vitamin E or some liquid coconut oil for added moisture. Now, an all-purpose cleaner is easy to do the same thing with. Two cups of white vinegar, two cups of water, one teaspoon natural dish soap. Not 
cast steel, however. You cannot use cast steel soap and vinegar together. And add in 30 drops of essential oils, more to your liking. Mix it all together in a quart-sized spray bottle. Shake it to combine. Spray and wipe on the counters, the cabinets, the sinks, the toilets, anywhere where you want that great scent. Now, again, you never use Castile soap with vinegar because they do not combine well and you'll end up with a glutinous, oily mess. Now, for a window and mirror cleaner, three cups of distilled water, one quarter cup rubbing alcohol or vodka, one quarter cup vinegar, and 20 drops of your signature scent essential oils. Combine them all in a quart bottle, shake it to combine, and then spray it on your mirrors, your windows, or your stainless steel and wipe with paper towels or a microfiber cloth. Now, you can also make a daily shower spray, which is really easy to do. It's one and a half cups of water, one cup of white vinegar, one half cup of rubbing alcohol, one teaspoon of liquid dish soap, and 30 drops of your signature scent oils. Combine it in a quart water bottle, spray daily on your shower door and walls, and it's going to keep that clean all the time. For a tub and shower cleaner, one cup white vinegar, one half cup natural dishwashing liquid, again, not cast steel, and a squeeze bottle. You heat your vinegar in a small saucepan on the stove so that it's hot but not boiling. Carefully stir the dishwashing soap in until combined and then pour it into a squeeze bottle. Squirt it into the shower and tub and allow it to sit for one to three hours and wipe it off with a scrubber or sponge. Now, I've tried a lot of DI shower cleaning recipes, and this is the only one that really works. And when I'm making this, I add about 30 drops of my signature fragrance to it. Now, what about some of the signature scents that you smell many times? Like when you go into William Sonoma. Oh, have you ever been in that store and smelled that? Oh my gosh, it smells so good. What is it? It is rosemary oil, lemon oil, vanilla extract, and some crushed black peppercorns. You can use the same thing in your recipe for your signature scent. Now, the Ritz-Carlton, that's another one that people talk about all the time. They use this in their hotel lobby. They also use it in their conference center. It's elderflower, mountain mint, and ripe strawberries. The W Hotels, which everybody talks about their signature fragrance in their guest rooms, you can actually buy it to take home, but it's very costly. And what is it? It's lemon, laurel, and green tea. Now, you can use blends of white tea and vanilla and wood cedar also. Now, one final thought. You can use as many essential oils as you like to achieve your signature. Start with no more than three and build from there. Many times, two oils, a primary and secondary, are all you need. Your primary oil, of course, is your top note of fragrance. Your secondary and third are things that will complement it. Now, I know I went through a lot of recipes with you today, but if you go to queenofclean.com, scroll to As Seen on TV, this entire segment is on there. It has all the recipes that you can print out so you know exactly what I have talked about with you today. Now, I want to jump into some of your emails because I've had quite a few of them. Uh, Sue has a plastic shower curtain liner with lots of soap scum and mold on it. 
Now, cleaning plastic shower curtains and liners can be a real pain, but believe it or not, there's an easy way to remove mold, mildew, and soap scum. You place that curtain in the washing machine along with several old light-colored towels. Add a half cup of chlorine bleach and your normal amount of laundry detergent. So that's one half cup of chlorine bleach and a normal amount of laundry detergent. Fill that machine with hot water and run through the entire cycle. Once it's done, gather the curtain into one of the towels and take it to rehang immediately. Close the curtain fully to allow it to air dry and drip into the shower. Now, I told you it was easy. How unbelievable is that? Now, David wrote recently and said that he's noticing that as the weather gets nicer and snow starts to go away, he has mold and mildew on his patio stones. And he's wondering what he can do to remove it when the time is right. So here's an easy way to remove mold and mildew, not only on patio stones, but also on concrete and stucco. You will mix one cup of chlorine bleach and two gallons of hot water. That's one cup of chlorine bleach, two gallons of hot water. Apply it to the stained area and scrub that vigorously with a stiff brush, preferably one with a long handle so you're not on your hands and knees. Do not get the solution on grass and plants. And I personally always suggest that you wet down nearby landscape with water and rinse it down when you're done. Once you've cleaned the area, rinse it well, and you should be ready for the nice weather with no mold and mildew. Now, Lucy wrote to me and said she wants to know how she can keep a beautiful bouquet of flowers fresh. Because the last thing you want to do is have your husband send you beautiful flowers and have them die in just a matter of days. So how you water the flowers will affect how long they live. Now, here's the formula that you will need to keep them fresh, and it's very simple. A quart of water, a quarter teaspoon of chlorine bleach, and mix it together. So a quart of water and a quarter teaspoon of chlorine bleach, mix it together. Add to the vase of flowers to increase the longevity and keep the water from getting cloudy. And it's especially good when you have a clear vase. Now dump that vase frequently, trim a little off the stems of your flowers and refill with this mixture to keep them fresh longer. One last tip, remove the foliage that is below the water line. That will help keep the water from becoming cloudy and sour. And I can tell you this works great because I love flowers. Many times I pick them up for myself at the store and I can keep them fresh like this for well over a week. Now, Bex wrote me an interesting question and I kind of loved it. She said that she collects the shampoo and the lotion and all of those things when she travels. And she's wondering what she can use that shampoo be besides her hair. What can she do with it? Can she use it for cleaning or something? Because she has all these little bottles. Well, shampoo's grease cutting formula works great for washing your car. Use about a quarter cup of shampoo to a bucket of warm water and wash the car. If there are hard to remove grease or tar spots, use a little undiluted shampoo on them. Rinse and dry. This is great for bikes, motorcycles, and boats too. And one last surprising tip. If your cat or dog rolled in tar, gum, or oh, who knows what, rub a tiny amount of shampoo on the spot and then use an old wide tooth comb or your fingers to work it out of the fur and rinse it with a wet cloth. 
And one last question, and this is a good one. Lizzie has ink stains in her dryer drum, and she's desperate to remove them. That ink pen left in pants pockets can create a mess on clothes and in the dryer. And boy, do I know that because my husband did that one time to me and I thought I'd die. But this is what I did to clean it out. Nail polish remover will do the job of removing it. Now the dryer drum must be cold before you do this. Use an old rag, paper towels, or I like a shop towel to apply the nail polish remover, rubbing if necessary. Now, be sure you have good ventilation and don't stick your head in the dryer with it for too long. Once you've removed all the ink that will come off, wash out the dryer with an old cloth, wrung out in soapy water, and then rinse. And I always dry a load of rags in the dryer before I dry any clothes. And you can also remove ink on your hands with a small amount of nail polish remover. Now, that's all for today on our podcast. But remember, go to queenofclean.com for answers to all your questions 24-7. Check me out on Real Queen of Clean on Facebook. And please join us on my private group, Queen of Clean Insiders. And until next time, guys, thanks for talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. Queen of Clean.